You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Welcome back to the 2017 Retro Spook Do. We're taking a look at the Saw series. I am Sean Taylor. With me is me, Mark. So many games. <laughs> so many games. Did you get my email, by the way? I, I did. I did. And I haven't even done the math yet. So <laughs> I, Oh, it's, it's all there for you. Um, it's all there. Yeah. We, we, oh, my gosh. I'll pull that up, uh, too. Uh, yeah. Please please continue, and I'll come back to that. Yeah. we were Today, we're taking a look at Saw 7 or Saw 3D or saw the final chapter has lots of different names so yeah <laughs> oh yeah so here we are eight games 45 traps later yeah and two <laughs> defense traps two defense traps uh, uh a hail of shotgun fire mm-hmm. and one fake stairs and a partridge being trapped in a pear tree and this is in reference to you actually asked me i think off air wasn't it I did ask you off air, yeah, because I, I wanted to kind of, hey, listen, we're here, you know, we're almost at the end, and you, the listener, have sat with us through eight games, 45 traps, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as we've talked about them, so thank you, whoever's listening to this right now, Yeah, uh, and, and coming up with us this far. It's been quite the interesting little trek for us here. Like, you asked me how many traps are in this series, uh, mm-hmm. at least in the first seven, so I went through, and I was like, well... There's 45 traps, but there's actually, like, games. So, like, there's Dr. Gordon's game, the house game, Amanda's game, Jeff's game, Riggs' game, the gauntlet from five, uh, mm-hmm. Easton's game, and Bobby's game from seven, uh, which we'll get to. But within those games, there are little traps. They're minor traps. So there's 45 of those. Um, yeah, I couldn't believe it once. Uh, I, and I'm seeing the, the, uh, the rundown. Holy cow. Like, even... <laughs> Like, even in the first one, I mean, one, two, three, four, five. For a movie that primarily takes place in one room, they do manage to break away and give us five separate traps, right? So, I mean, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's been quite the road. So, yeah. Thank, so, thank you for sending that. I really appreciate it. Oh, I had lots of fun uh, ignoring my job and, and doing this instead. So, did you do this? I got to ask. <laughs> did this did at work. This pretty much. Okay, but did you do it from memory? Uh, mostly from memory, yeah. Um, I went to Wik- Wikipedia was... to make sure I wasn't missing a couple, but yeah. Right, but for the most part, I, I, I knew it. I knew you'd be able to do it. <laughs> uh, uh, well, you're the fan of the series, yep. so I, you know, that's uh, it's like asking me how many uh, spaceships are in Star Wars. I could probably rhyme them off. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> yes. And, anyway. And, and that's that just speaks to your fandom. So, again, thanks. That That's really cool, a cool list. Maybe... Um, I don't know. Maybe if we get ambitious, or maybe we'll post it along with, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we'll this do that. Material just for fun. If I remember yeah. when I put this up. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so your take on Saw Seven? Uh, well, obviously uh, things are getting uh, bigger budgeted. Obviously, they managed to uh, write a dollar figure on a piece of paper that made Carrie Elwes happy. They did. Yes. To bring him back, which apparently was kind of a, bit, a point of contention, as we discussed in earlier episodes. Yep. Um, but this is just 
this is where, and I said, uh, I can't remember if it was on air or off air, but I said that there, like, when you start getting these sequels, it becomes very kind of unnecessary, because this one, the it's like the the traps and the games are kind of just a backseat to the whole Hoffman Jill feud, which we're going to get into. Uh, y- yes and no. Yes and no. Um, like I, that's what I was feeling though. I wasn't just like we pointed out that uh, some of the latter ones become very much police procedural. Yeah. The game. The game starts taking a backseat. Well, now it's just a grudge match between these two, with the the traps being just used to murderize each other, and the, you know, the the game is not. I don't know. I'm I'm not feeling the weight. It's almost like yeah, yeah, we gotta have this game going. But anyway, what. Check out what Hoffman's doing. Yeah. Oh, that that cool scar on his cheek's pretty wicked, huh? Yeah. Now the majority of this movie is the action is Bobby's game, um, as far as screen uh, screen time is concerned. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean the main focus, but but it doesn't mean anything. This is uh, this is to me the worst of the series. This is the yeah. bottom, like and 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 for a lot of reasons that we'll go into, but a lot of it is just weak and. and the traps are weak. The reasons that they're in the traps are weak. Very weak in this in Thank this movie. Thank you. Yeah, the, it is um, getting so... De- the desperation, just the let's slap something together and throw it on screen. Yeah, uh, like Jill is a heavy figure in this movie, and she's a terrible actress. Um, So it's... <sighs> when I came out of this one, I was like, I was so disappointed because I was really hoping that they would continue on. The poster for this movie... Um, a lot of the posters were, it was, I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, maybe you can look it up. It's, sure. it, it's a giant statue of jigsaw being, uh, built with giant scaffolds, uh, around it. Hmm. So it gives that kind of feel like this cult of jigsaw is taking over, which is what fans have oh, wanted yeah. for, for a long, long time, uh, to see I mean, someone actually take the mantle, take over and be jigsaw. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I mean, I see the a uh, few different variations on that as I do a Google image search. Yeah, I, I don't think these were everywhere. I think the the theaters kind of picked because some of them are pretty bloody and gruesome, and I think some of them really just picked more generic. Like, you know, there's one with an eyeball on it, and yeah. it says Saw 3D. Like it's just, uh, or or the 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 puppet there. Um, you know, like some of these are pretty visceral. Like I'd be surprised. I'm trying to think which one I actually saw, no pun intended, outside the theater when, you know, when when it came out back then. Yeah, like even in Saw 5, there was, uh, one of the posters was someone wearing Jigsaw's face as a mask, mm-hmm. you know, so they've been building up this whole cult of Jigsaw thing from, you know, 2008. And, and the, the- the payoff is weak. And the payoff is just weak, and they just don't yeah. get it right, in my no. opinion. And, uh, I, yeah, I'm, I'm agreeing with you here. And the tone is all off on this one. Uh, it doesn't feel like a jigsaw. It feels more... Well, let's get into it. Um, you have a synopsis for this one? I do. I do. I, again, I tried to keep it as short as possible. Um, yeah, well, let's just go through it. Go for it. So we begin with Dr. Gordon. Crawling away from the bathroom game in Saw. He presses his sawed-off leg against the steam pipe to cauterize it as we cut to something we've never seen before in a Saw film before. Daylight! In a retail store display's window, (laughs) 
Brad, Ryan, and Dina are placed in front of three table saws. One of the love triangle has to die, and the two-timing bitch is cut in half. We cut to Hoffman escaping the reverse bear trap from saw six and stitching the wound closed. Jill then goes to internal affairs and seeks asylum from Matt Gibson, played by Chad Donella. Uh, at the mention of Hoffman's name, Gibson instantly agrees. And at this point, we need to split the movie into its two subplots. First, the game. Bobby Dagan, Sean, played by Sean Patrick Flannery, who you might know from uh, Boondock Saints. Yeah. And he was also Powder from the same uh, titled movie. Yeah. <coughs> Bobby Dagan is on tour promoting his book detailing his escape from Jigsaw's trap. He's joined by publicist Nina, his lawyer Susan, his best friend Kale, and his wife Joyce. Bobby leaves... Bobby leads a, a Jigsaw Survivors help group where Dr. Gordon makes a creepy appearance. Bobby is then abducted by a man in a pig mask, pig mask and, a, and awakes in a, in a hanging cage. It is revealed that his story is a lie and he's never been in a trap. So now he is and must save his wife. Bobby f- comes across Nina first. Uh, he must pull a key from her stomach while keeping quiet. But bitches can't keep their mouths shut, so she dies. <laughs> Susan is next. Bobby must pierce himself in the shoulders before she is pierced in the face. He tries to save her, but she gets new face holes in the end. Bobby then comes across Kale in a room with no floor. Uh, he tries to get Kale to safety, but drops the key and Kale hangs. After removing his teeth to get the combination to the final room, Bobby finds he must recreate the trap he claimed to have survived, but ultimately fails, resulting in Joyce being roasted to death. In plot two, we find, our, we find four racists in a trap. Evan, the leader, played by uh, Lincoln Park uh, lead singer Chester Bingington, uh, recently passed away. Oh. Do you notice that? Do you recognize him? I uh, No, I didn't. I, I wasn't, uh, like, I had heard Lincoln Park songs, uh, you know, but never really watched their videos too much, so okay. I didn't recognize him. Oh, wow. He, uh, he was good, though. Yeah, he was good. I, he was actually. I really. I thought he was an actor. I didn't know he was a musician. I, I think. You know. I think he was hired for his singing skills, or at least his screaming skills, because he sounded. Go back and watch the scene, and he sounds like he's singing a Lincoln Park thing, right? Uh, I didn't pick that up, but very good. Uh, but Evan, the leader, must pull a lever uh, while glued to a car front seat to save himself and his friends. He doesn't. They die. Gibson arrives on scene and they and finds that Hoffman left behind the reverse bear trap for him. He goes back to badmouth Jill while an explosion goes off at the car trap. Gibson sees a videotape Hoffman sent asking for Jill. Turns out Hoffman saved Gibson from a homeless man, and Gibson has since joined the internal affairs and busted Hoffman's friends. They find out where the game is being played, but are ambushed by a military turret. One of the dead bodies wheeled into the coroner's office is Hoffman, who kills everyone and abducts Jill. He places her in the reverse bear trap, and finally it goes off. Hoffman retreats to an airport hangar where he blows up all the evidence, but is met by three men in pig masks. One drugs Hoffman and reveals himself as Dr. Gordon. Dr. Gordon has been working with Jigsaw since even before Hoffman. He puts Hoffman back in the bathroom, and it's finally game over. So this one... um, This one's tough for me, because there's some things in it I like, but there's a lot in it that I don't. (laughs) Uh, amen. Oh, yeah. They're they're trying to do, and I know I texted this to you after I saw it. This is the, this ain't your daddy's saw. You know, <sighs> we're gonna do bigger traps and 
quote-unquote better traps, but they're not. Uh, okay, I, I've got to start from the beginning. Okay. Okay, um, so this movie starts us off pretty much assuming, like, I, I did like the opening. I mean, Carrie Elwes is coming back. They put him back in the, the white makeup there, so he looks all gaunt and blood, you know, like he's been bleeding out. Right. And he's dragging his ass out of the, you know, out of the room, because that's the last we saw of him, right? Right. The last time. Yeah. Cool. And then this whole thing about, like, Jigsaw picking him up and, oh, you poor boy, kind of thing. It's like, really? <laughs> yeah. You, you kind of don't like the guy. Why are you working with him? And, you know... What if you wanted this guy to be uh, your assistant? Chopping off appendages probably not the best way to gar- to to uh, in- endear yourself. You know what I mean? Well, it's, it's the idea that now he's gone through the trap. Now he's he's better for having done it. Yeah, or whatever, like he's he... sort of seen the he's seen the jigsaw light, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, well, let's go to our first trap then. We'll, I guess we'll come back to the good doctor later. Okay. But uh, so this movie posits that no one sees a pig masked figure or figures drag two dudes into a glass box, <laughs> hook them up to a, a double bladed contraption, and then you know they're bringing in ladders and there's winches and pulleys <laughs> to hoist this woman aloft. Meanwhile, clear glass box, and no one in this public square notices. Well, I imagine it was done the night before. And okay. to play devil's advocate, they probably, if they were setting it up, they probably put curtains around it. Oh, okay. You know, that, some stores that, do that. When they change their window display, they put curtains up. And then once the, display, right, so the display's changed, there's the big reveal. There's the big reveal, right? So You know what? Why not have the big reveal? Why not? I mean, they, everything else is so automated that it's it's the machines taking over. Like, this is almost like a prequel to Terminator. Yeah. Because everything works so automatically on its own in this that why not have a winch or something like that just pull the curtain, you know? And that's, and that's part of the problem with this is um, you mean to tell me that there's no curtain there, like you said. Yeah. And nobody's noticed it until... Eight nine a.m. This this place is busy. Yeah, and you have you have two dudes passed out in the square box, and there's a girl just hanging there. Yeah, with her shirt open. By the way, thank you, saw. But still, no, I, I mean, know, come but, on. Like, but, this is not... but Mark, look back over the last six, six movies. Has have has any of the women been sexualized? No, absolutely not. I mean, you have Dina Meyer in a turtleneck the entire time she's on <laughs> yes, screen. Yes, thank you. Yeah, and no, no, to, I mean, to this, yeah, they, they don't do the traditional, that's the thing, they break with the traditional horror movie trope of the over-sexualized, uh, uh, not femme fatale, uh, uh, the, the victim, yeah, the innocent. Right? Yeah. She's innocent but sexy, right? But no, no, this this one doesn't do that to women until now. This is where you can tell we're getting further and further away from the, uh, you know, from the from where the roots are. Yeah, and, exactly. Plus, it takes place in daylight, and nothing's. We've never seen a daylight trap before. No, we've never seen daylight in a movie before. Actually, the the last time we saw daylight was Eric and his son having a little disagreement on the wharf. Yeah, but even that was overcast. Yeah, right. But it was daytime. Like that. It was daytime, but it was overcast, so you don't have the sun shining brightly on this at all. You know, like so. This has always been a dark series of movies. So. To open the movie with the opening trap being in broad, bright daylight, it was 
I'll, I have to tell you, it was it was a shock to me mm-hmm. because you know why would it? And that, and I think that's what they were going for, right? And then the idea of the audacity of having it play out in public for everybody to see. Yeah. Whereas before it was always hidden. Uh, you know, the, they keep positing that all this, there's tons of stuff happening in secret that no one ever finds or whatever. Yeah. This wasn't, and, this wasn't even a uh, dilapidated uh, storefront either. I know. <laughs> it's yeah. always in a dilapidated building of some dilapidated zoos, run down yeah, asylums. Yeah. Uh, no, this uh, one's. Yeah, a, 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 a magical apartments with crazy bathrooms in their basement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, to the, uh, this actually this building looks like it was built. It, I mean, like it was a multi-day construction to build this this whole glass box with all of the accoutrement needed to pull off this murder. These mur- you know, yeah, that, it, like it looks like the front of like a Macy's store. But that, no, it, that's the thing; it doesn't to me because it's in the middle of a square. Oh, I it's see. Not, I see. Okay, it, it's not. It's not a department. That's why I'm like, how the hell does no one notice this thing being built? Right in the middle, and then you know, these guys being chained up, yeah, blah, blah blah. Like, even if there was something by way of like this was hidden, now it's revealed. I might start maybe buying into, but then the idea that Jigsaw, who's been dead for a while now, has been paying attention to the love life of these two thank you, heads. thank you, thank Come you. Come on, movie, like Jigsaw really cares about these two meatheads and their cheat and, and their their bitch of a girlfriend, you know. Yeah, like, like this, and this is what I'm talking about. Where the the reasons for these people to be in the trap is weak because, oh, um, she's she's playing two guys and getting them to steal for them or for her. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you were up against yeah. murderers and rapists and arsonists before. Like, it's it's weird. It's like he's kind of got all of his previous targets. He's like, oh no, I just I've got to do more traps. Who's jaywalking? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> and it's so weird too because it because like we mentioned before how like some of the victims were related to Jigsaw, right? Well, in the well, last like, one, they really did a good job of tying it into the Jigsaw story. Like the insurance guy right. directly affected his life in a negative way and needed to be taught a lesson, right? But like the the people in Five were probably burning down a building that he owned. Um, we don't know that, but we, we had, don't know that. But a lot of that, yeah. a lot of the people in the traps were from uh, Jill's uh, healthcare clinic. Yeah, um, you know, there was the prostitute Amanda that he came across and saw five. I think it was, I, was it four, wasn't it? What four or five? Um, yeah, you know, like all of these people that he's come across before, or at least, yeah, we, we, or at least lead to someone that he wants. Wherein, like, uh, with the death mask. The death, the death mask trap, uh, the beginning of two, is uh, Eric Matthews's informant. So that brings Eric Matthews into the game, right? That's right. Yeah. So at least there's at least there's some kind of connection to a later trap. Now let's go back to the original trap. You have the doctor who diagnosed him. Exactly. You have the the guy who's spying on it. Like it's yeah. Like these are directly really so they establish this pattern and then this one completely decides to break it because they don't even try and even guess that that this, these two people were you know uh like in any way shape or form even know, related part of jigsaw's life they're not even related to anything left in the in the actual movie well no, so, sort of 
and this is i think where this might is probably the best example uh, if you ask me of how this series got the uh torture porn reputation because okay. there's yeah because it's just it, someone has to die so there's no way for like you have three people and three people can't come out um one of them's going to die and then it's just gratuitous like the guy's getting sliced up the chest and you know, and sure. she gets caught, sawed in half. Yeah, and they're like, we're not dying for this bitch. And then she just gets kind of slowly cut in half. Yeah. I remember this yeah. one was in 3D, and you can tell which parts were the 3D parts, too. Oh, I remember. Because, <laughs> because guess what? For my birthday that yeah. year, <laughs> yeah. I got a ticket to a 3D movie. Yeah. I think I would have rather Jaws 3D. Just just kidding. We reviewed that one. So no, no. Yeah, no, no. Uh, But uh, yeah, this opening, it's frivolous. And this is where my comment of unnecessary came from. It's just frivolous, meaningless, just gore for gore's sake. And then we're going to move on into a movie. Like, you know how the James Bond movies always start out with uh, an action set piece? Yeah. And even in the latter ones, they try and relate it to the overall story that happens after the credits. Yeah. This doesn't do that. No. No, it and really doesn't. It, it, like, even if, if it did somehow, like if our, our lead detective now shows up to this one to try and figure it out, maybe. Yeah. Or if, he, or if, if the lead detective, hey, that, you know, that's my neighbor's kid or my son goes to high school with these guys or something like that. Like not even no, it, it nothing. It kind of relates, but we'll get to that later. Oh, please tie that knot. Yeah, because it, it kind of relates, but it's dangling weak. in the wind at this point. All right, um, I love the rescue attempt at this trap. Let's have the smallest person in the crowd just kind of like <laughs> tap, with tap it with some soft leather and well, yeah, it's impervious. I don't know. Well, it's hockey glass. Yeah. it's hockey glass. Yeah, no, but they like you don't have like there's larger people standing around her and they don't. Yeah, they try once. Yeah, she's like, eh, well, never mind. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh, let's watch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I kind of wanted, like, because it was daylight and because, uh, you know, that which isn't uh, Jigsaw's ammo, I kind of wanted to hear, like, maybe some some crowd people saying, like, oh, is this performance art? Is this what they call performance art? Uh, Well, yeah, but that would take away from the horror. (laughs) Plus, I think at this point, everyone knows Jigsaw, right? So, like, Jigsaw's still a known entity at this point. Oh, absolutely, so, but but again, because it's a, uh, outside of his modus operandi, I mean, I think it's uh, it would explain why they're just kind of standing around. It's still within his modus operandi, but there's no there's no reason to it. There's yeah, I mean, t- to anyone in the world watching it, they would see it as, as a jigsaw trap. We, as the audience, know all of the traps. True. So you you know, so we know all the ins and outs of it. So we there's there's that disconnect just because of the reason for it. Um, Okay, I'm just trying to look for a reason why they're not actually doing more to try and get these kids out. Well, that's true. I don't know why the cops don't shoot the glass. Yeah, I I don't. I don't know either. Like, not even an attempt to do it. No, they just kind of they just like butt in front of the line and then just sit there and watch. Like, oh, well, that was bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, we better get uh, public services down here to clean this up because <laughs> yeah, my work here is done. Yeah, like shoot the trap. You can you can shoot the shoot the glass. Try to free them. Try to stop them. Shut it down. I don't know. Call the power company. Yeah, find out where it's plugged in. Yeah, this thing's got to have a plug. 
Yeah. It, it's it's three electric power saws. They're not running on batteries. No. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And they even show like a little construction site or some sort of repair going on nearby. It's like, oh, so no one brought their tools to work? Yeah. Hammer, sledgehammer, anything. Anything. Nothing. No one's got anything. Not even a boot. Yeah. And I'm not saying that as a Canadian trying to say a boot. <laughs> like no one tries to even kick the glass. Nothing. Yeah. It's so bad. Um. All right. I, I got to stop talking about that. Otherwise, I'll just keep talking yeah, yeah. about it. Um, so Jill, Jill puts Hoffman in that trap. Right. And then apparently gets lost on her way out. (laughs) Yeah, I guess he gets out of the trap really quickly. And she, and yeah, and she's now lost in it. Like she's looking around like, where's the exit? Like, didn't you drag his ass in here? Yeah. (laughs) You think you'd remember if you took two lefts or two rights, you know? No, I will say this for the first time in a horror movie that I've seen in a long time. A woman hides behind curtains and doesn't get found. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was pretty funny. Um, and now our lead guy, our lead detective, who's also IA. Yes. Which you know what, kind of good call on your department with all of your cops have died around this jigsaw thing. <laughs> yeah. it's kinda, you might want to have some, uh, some a pair of eyes from the outside, kind of take a second look at your detective pool. Yeah, <laughs> before you start promoting. See, but else. again, the problem with this is, is you're bringing someone brand new who we don't care about. No, and he's a douche. And he's a douche. And uh, some of the lines in this movie is like, I knew you were crazier. She looks crazier than a sack full of cats. I knew you were crazy the moment you walked through the door. Crazy. Okay. Well, I wrote that one down. Like, what? <laughs> like, all right. Did a 13-year-old write this? Like, what? All right. Yeah, and this is a guy who has to, like, walk the line between those who are supposed to enforce the law and then those people who also like abuse it, you know what I mean? On, yeah. On the same, on the same go round, right? You're looking at the, the people who enforce the law, but are also abusing it for the, to their own ends. I mean, you, you need a better disposition than that. Like, I can't imagine you, you get a lot done being such a jackass. Yeah. Um, I, I, a part of that I think is his look too. Cause he's not a very tall guy and he's kind of a skinnier guy too. He's kind of got that, you know, wiry frame. Yet he says lines like, you have to give before you can receive in this house. And I'm like, oh. Like, that would have sound better coming from someone who looked like The Rock. <laughs> yeah. But not someone who looks like my next door neighbor. You know what I mean? Yeah. like the, Yeah, he looks like he, he could either be IA or, like, the guy I buy groceries from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bad guy. Yeah. The bad guy, maybe assistant manager at night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like he's that guy, and and, and his house, your house, your internal affairs. You don't have a home. You have a little office in another building far away, and then you come in to other people's homes and stir shit up because things are wrong. Like yeah. that's, yeah. She's not in your house. Yeah, you're actually investigating that house. And why is an IA guy on the case? He's you going would to think. crime scenes. He's trying to figure it out. Why? <laughs> yeah. That's not his job. No, he's not homicide. They have detectives who detect. Yeah. He's supposed to. He's supposed to investigate the detectives. Let them detect. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he calls the homicide calls him, and they tell him, or he tells them, "Yeah, don't, don't do, don't go into the crime scene until I get there." Why? Yeah, yeah. Why? 
what are you going to add to it? And he tells the fucking forensic, yeah, get, um, get, uh, get fingerprints, get this, get this, get this. He's like, why are you telling these guys how to do their job? Yeah. I'm like, what? Yeah, I, I, all right. Like you're, you're there to investigate the guys who are doing, who are supposed to say, get this, this to the lab right away. Yeah. Like that's, <laughs> that's not your line. You're just supposed to watch them say that line. Yeah. Your job is to read through police reports and interrogate the cops. That's your job. The only reason I can see him wanting to be at the crime scene is like, uh, you know, let me be the first one there so I make sure that no one plants evidence because apparently that happens all over this fucking precinct. <laughs> yeah, apparently. But Maybe. even then, he should just kind of stand there with his arms folded and just watch the other detectives detect. Yeah. Like, that's it. And this is, and, uh, like, even if they had... If they brought in two guys, remember, remember we had Hoffman and Strom? Yes. Okay. Even if they brought in, I don't know, new detective so-and-so, and then IA guy who is kind of uh, um, as like a, a, a B-level antagonist, right? Yeah. This guy can't solve the, the case because IA is all up in his ass because of Hoffman and, and Matthews and you know, all the crooked cops. Right. And they had well, tap go crazy and whatever. Well, well, think about this, though. We go from local police to local police, local police, FBI, mm-hmm. local police, internal affairs. Yeah, what? Did the FBI just let it go? Yeah, did the FBI just let this go? Like, <laughs> two, three, I can, three, th- three people in the FBI, four, because of, okay, we get Strom, Perez, uh, Erickson. You had the voice detective lady. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, okay, so, the, there was a lab guy, wasn't there? Uh, no, the lab guy was local. Oh, and lab guy lived, didn't he? Did lab guy live? Uh, yeah, I th- although I think he dies in this one. He's, oh, too right. bad, because he was a good lab guy. Yeah, he was a great lab guy, yeah. Uh, but there's four our, FBI our agents. <laughs> four FBI agents are killed during the investigation of Jigsaw. And they just fuck off for the rest of this for the rest of the series. Yeah, like, well, we lost four. We can't afford any more. Yeah, no. Langley's like, not churning them out like the they military's used to. not called in. CIA's not called in. I don't even know who does past FBI. What's higher than FBI? I don't know. Uh, well, th- you know what? This CSIS is, uh, maybe. <laughs> they call in the Canadians. Uh, <laughs> well, actually, there's one you the one you forgot. This is a post two thousand one America uh, Department of Homeland Security. There you go. This is tantamount to domestic terrorism. Yes. When, you, when the body count is this high, why isn't Homeland in there? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> you know, not not yeah. local internal affairs. Like, okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah. You, you know what? I didn't even think of that, but you're absolutely right. Why is there not a replacement FBI guy? Yeah. Maybe he butts heads with IA, who's trying to figure out what's going on at the precinct. But, good lord. Yeah. Like she seeks Holy asylum from local internal affairs after her ex-husband has just murdered four FBI agents and uh, and countless other not countless but like more uh, the people than she even knows about. Yeah, and 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 he has the power to grant it to her. Like yeah. this is going in front of a federal grand jury. You know what I mean? Like this is going to be national fucking. This is OJ Simpson territory. I don't think. Oh yeah. I don't think any town USA internal affairs has any right to grant you any kind of immunity. No, no. I mean, you're maybe um, probably with the U.S. Marshals at this point. Probably, yeah. Under uh, yeah, at the very you. least. Yeah, yeah. You've got two marshals that guard you, and then there's one out in the car. Yeah. 
that Hoffman has to stab in, you know, uh, uh, upside the head there. But um, plus, if you really want, if you really want to be safe, skip town. Well, I was just about to say, yeah. If I'm seeking asylum from IA, it's three towns over. Yeah, <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's. I don't know in Canada. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm at I'm least crying. going to a church. <laughs> sanctuary, it sanctuary. It worked for the Man of Steel. There yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, because you, you you bet your bottom dollar that when Hoffman shows up with his cheeks still bleeding, that he might be kind of randomly selected before getting on the plane. You think? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so yeah, they, or you know what? <laughs> maybe she ends up with like the 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 mom from Jaws four in the Bahamas. You know, <laughs> like just kind of yeah. taking asylum there. You go to the Caribbean. Take two weeks off. <laughs> yeah, get a tan. Maybe some acting lessons while you're there. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Maybe trust that someone in the United States can do their fucking job. Well, she seeks asylum. Uh, I, I think early on she's not seeking asylum, but she wants to go tell them everything, and uh, because she fears for her life from Hoffman. Right. And then is basically just pushed out the door in the middle of the night. Fog by herself to walk to her car unescorted. But isn't that a part of the dream? Oh, never mind. It is a dream. Yeah, that's yeah, that's part of the dream. I'm like in my notes. I say, why the hell does Jill walk to her car alone tonight? Never mind. It's a dream. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And that was Um, one of the best scenes in the movie. Is that is that really cool blade trap that she gets hit with? But then it's a dream. Oh, the, yeah, the the one where she's uh, torn in like four pieces. Yeah, or yeah, that was gross. Yeah, and in three three D did not uh, make it any better. <laughs> like I love the lines. Like the only problem with killing you, Jill, is I can only do it once. And I'm like, if that was in a better movie, that'd be yeah. a great line. You know, what I mean, that'd be that, a quotable uh, line. Absolutely, uh, I, I would. I'd love to hear. Uh, even JCVD uh, do that before he kicks a guy off yeah. the cliff or something. You know what I mean? That's like, an Arnold line. Thank you. That's a that's a Stallone pulling just before he pulls the trigger. You know that the worst thing about killing you is I can only do it once. Blammo! Like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's an, that, that's yeah, a walking line. That's what that is. That is a Christopher walking line. Yeah, absolutely. You know, hey, I gotta tell you, the worst thing about killing you. It's a Bronson line. I only do it once. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing worth killing you so you can only do it once blammo <laughs> hey, hey pop quiz hot shot <laughs> you know what the worst thing is about killing you I'll give you a hint I can only do it once <laughs> blammo blammo I love that he does the blammo noise like it's, it's a gun going off it's just him saying blammo <laughs> <laughs> so I had this note, and I'm actually trying to figure out what I meant because I I put in my note here. I'm really struggling to figure out who who Bobby is and what trap he's in. <laughs> well, Bob, um, he he was a motivational speaker. Who? Cl- oh, you know what it was? It was uh, because it was early on in the movie. Okay. Like who? Because I'm like, okay, what? Oh, you thought he was in the trap before. I'm like, fuck, did I just miss another detail like I've done no. so many times during these reviews? And then, but then I, I even put in my notes like this made it easier to deduce that he was actually bullshitting the whole time. Oh, I knew because he was bullshitting me. right from the beginning when I first yeah, watched yeah, this movie. Well, no, I, I mean, I doubted my own memory. 
right from the beginning, I knew. I knew it was bullshit. I knew it was absolute bullshit. As soon as I saw him on TV, I knew it was bullshit. Long before we saw the thing where the flashback where he sees it on TV and he gets the idea for it. He's like, oh, they could make a killing if they did this and blah, blah, blah. Oh, when he was mop top, Bobby? Yeah, when he was, yeah, mullet Bobby, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> don't break my heart, Bobby. My achy, breaky heart, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> and like long before the um, the only good scene in the whole movie, which is him talking to Jigsaw at the book signing. I, I'm glad they gave that one its due. I mean, like, I mean, doesn't like Tobin Bell look time? like he just wants to come right over the table and just punch the fuck out of him? Yeah. And and uh, after all this, Bobby kind of wishes he maybe had done that. <laughs> maybe, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, he went to a lot of trouble to call me out of my shit when he could just punch me in the face and call me a liar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, okay. So now be, I, I know you, you did a great job, and I do appreciate A, how little attention you gave in your synopsis to the opening trap because it's for nothing. Right. But I do like how you broke up the two main kind of games. You had going to. On. You had to. You had to. If I jump back to. and forth like the movie did, it, oh my god, it'd, it'd be fucking forever. Well, guess what? I'm jumping back and no, forth. No, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. So, uh, Evan the racist. Um, <laughs> I have a note here talking about how the, uh, the the lesson is that we're all the same underneath our skin, right? Sure. Okay, so did Jigsaw just get this from watching Schoolhouse Rock? Thank you. This is so weak. I hated this, this is, when I first saw this. Like, really? Kidding? I wanted. I thought Roadblock was going to jump out and say, "The more you know." Like, <laughs> yeah. and, <laughs> and knowing is half the battle. Exactly. And knowing is half the battle. Yeah. Like, come on! Oh, you and your friend and your girlfriends are all racists. So, we've barely seen any black people in this entire series, and you killed one of them. You killed a couple of you them. You killed a couple of them. I, and my next note: these are traps for traps' sake. Well, I mean, this does bring in, like, it gives him the option to for Hoffman to get into um, the police station, right? Because he replaces himself it's in the body pack, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. distraction. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's some slight, yeah, there's definitely that sleight of hand element of now, how big did, noise over here, and then no one knows what's going on over there. How did they know, like, where, where did the body go? Where did he put the body that he replaced? Because wouldn't somebody see it? Are we are we to assume that he actually put it in? Oh no, that it already exploded. Yeah. Yeah. So the car had already exploded, so he couldn't have put it in there. No. No, but it's a junkyard, so we just kind of threw it somewhere. What the hell? Like, yeah, like, you're right. And nobody stayed out. Like everybody who was there went into the explosion, or yeah. or, or or left the scrapyard entirely. Like, are you kidding? <laughs> well, yeah, because you figure they're just getting right back. Like, there's not enough time during that to. No. Because once they figure out everybody's okay, they're going back to work. Yeah. Like they. Well, they say that they're. Bomb. They say they're going to call in the bomb squad to make sure there's no more bombs. But by the time, but here's the thing: by the time that he, from the time that they say that to the time that they bring the bodies in, which I assume bomb squads already arrived and then cleared the area and then everyone's come in, cleaned up, gotten all the evidence and got everything out. There's not that much time. Like allowing for, well, I guess we don't know what time, but. Well, the, I mean, part of it, it's the bomb squad getting there, which they, and now. I guess they're faster they, than their tech team. I guess. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
Now, I, I've, I, um, I'm not a cop, never have been, but I will say this. I've watched enough police shows to know that most police squads would start maybe, I don't know, bringing the Bob Squad along if you are chasing a guy who sets traps. Yeah. As his, like, your SWAT team clearly didn't do the job. Oh, and they're just gone on the by and by. They just don't really... Uh, well, they get brought not, in near 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 the end. The, near the end, that's right. Yeah. But they're not like showing up on the regular. Well, they're probably pissed off that all their fucking nobodies have died over the course of the last six movies. That's a like, good no, point. we're not Maybe going. Were... Fuck you. We're not going. Hey, hey, if the FBI's not going, we're not going. Yeah, the FBI's not coming. You think we're going? Fuck you. Yeah, I talked to my buddy Jim of the FBI. He said, fuck it. And I'm like, yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. Let me know if somebody starts shooting. We'll come and shoot them. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. We're good at that. We are very good at that. Yeah, you want a door this... busted down? We'll bust down the door and you go in. Yeah, yeah. This trap bullshit. Fuck that. We don't te- they don't teach that shit in the academy. <laughs> you give us a target, we'll hit them a mile away. No problem. But we ain't going anywhere near that place. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I did put my notes too yet. Yeah, no... Uh, it's it's sort of just like vigilante justice at this point, which I could get on board with if that was the if that's what had been set up before. Like I, yeah. I I've been kind of, and and this is my comic book brain, but I bring I, I kind of do the comparison to the Punisher to a degree because he's Marvel's like most brutal vigilante. He'll kill and shoot and blow up anybody. It, uh, you know, sure. it doesn't matter if you've done wrong. You don't want him to be the guy that brings you in. You want Spider-Man to punch you in the face and hang you in a web. Right. You don't want the Punisher to show up. Right. Yeah, that's not cool. But that he has his own reasons and rationale for doing stuff. And so when he goes on these killing sprees, it's always for a, a specific direction. Now, we've been given Jigsaw's direction where basically he's hurting those around him who have hurt him, who've done him wrong. Right. Done injustice or, you know... uh, but it starts branching out into more just general vigilante justice. Yeah. Like, oh, it always has been vigilante justice. But it's yeah, it's his own brand of justice. Yeah. Yeah. But again, with no like, how does he know these kids? Like that girl that was under the car, strapped in barbed wire, who got the freaking car dropped on her. Who? Yeah. Who is she to him? Yeah, we don't know. And that's another thing too: is why is Hoffman still setting traps? The only yeah, one who knows who he is, who could possibly get him back for it, quote unquote, is Jill, as far as yeah. he knows, right? Yeah. So, is Jill really a threat? Jill's trying to hide from you. Why don't or you just in- Why don't you just walk in and shoot the place up? That, you're right. That's that's the thing with all, and with all of Hoffman's skills, right? You know, twenty odd years as a you know as a cop, like he's obviously picked up a good skill set, and you're right. His only concern should be Jill and silencing her. Like yeah, the, the whole traps thing. the The only thing it does the I, I will say that the only one the only thing that the I guess the trap in the um. Well, see, even that doesn't work. But having a big trap out in a place like that does at least allow for more attention there. That whole distraction thing. I mean, I guess, but I mean, but, but why bother? Why like just set off a bomb? Oh, uh, yeah, easily. You know, like, that'll bring most of the police away from you. We've determined this is probably a small town. Yeah. Right? Well, no, it's a big enough city that there's one of every type of building that's that's been dilapidated. It does have a zoo, that's true. So, 
a dilapidated <laughs> zoo. That's a big city. Um, but you're right. I mean, even just the explosion, if, if, if he had set the whole junkyard on fire or something, that would have got the authorities a run in, you know? Yeah. Or even just a hey, take a page from like the Joker's book or something. You just go around and just random smaller bombs across the city. Yeah, really spread or, them out. Yeah, and now it's Die Hard or something like that, where they got to figure where the next bomb is. And yeah, hey, Jeremy Irons, there, that's the way to go. Yeah, hire, yeah, get Die Jeremy Hard. Irons. Yeah, get the uh, cops on there. The hell was his name? Simon Gruber. Yeah, Simon Gruber. Yeah. I don't know. Let's talk about Doctor Gordon because we see him coming out. And he does the smart thing. He's a doctor and he cauterizes his wound, right? So he'll at least stop bleeding. Just kind of smart. But don't you think that revealing him so early ruined the end? Um, There's no big shocking twist at the end. The the, uh, team Jigsaw? Yeah. I mean, we really get the team, or as you've been called, the cult of Jigsaw, right? Yeah. Like it's... um, well, I thought. See, it seemed like a misguided attempt to lead us away from that. That basically, Al Carriowis maybe might be the one. Well, actually, no, you're right because it looks like he has such animosity for Bobby that he could have been the one running the trap. But he doesn't do anything. Well, yeah, like no, because Hoffman ran the trap because Hoffman picks up the picture of Bobby, right? So he sets out to set up the trap. Well, at least we assume. See, see, that's the thing we shouldn't have been given. Because then we might have thought that Carrie Elwes was carrying it out because he really went through a trap. Bobby never actually did, so so Doctor Gordon would be sure. But then the it, but then but if you do that, but it, but if you consider that Doctor Gordon set up that trap, then why does Hoffman lead them to that trap where the for some reason military assault rifle is? Uh, where the fuck did he get that piece of hardware? Thank you. You know, like <laughs> this is. <laughs> I, I, I can play devil's advocate for a lot of things in, in, in a saw franchise. Good. Where this where this gun comes from, I will not stand behind. It's it, it's so out of place for Jigsaw's character to have an assault rifle like that. But Hoffman uh, Hoffman leads them to that in order for them to get shot. Right. Military. I mean, this is heavy assault rifle. Yeah, this like is not- this is military grade. They 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 don't have it at the pol- at the police station. No, uh, the FBI didn't bring it to town. No, there we've never seen a military base anywhere. No, we've city. never seen military at all. No military whatsoever. This is the same uh, machine gun I think from Maximum Overdrive, like yeah, it's the, <laughs> which shows up randomly. Like I would believe that that thing showed up to help Hoffman more than I believe <laughs> Hoffman had access and put it there. Yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck do you get? A, 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 you don't just get that. I'm sorry. No, you, you can't, can't just go on Amazon and buy that. Uh, uh, buy, ooh, oh, I'm I'm an Amazon Prime subscriber, so I get free overnight <laughs> yeah. shipping. You know, like yeah, it, was, it was delivered to me by a drone. You know, like by a dr- <laughs> drone carrying a mission an assault rifle. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and fine. Way, two drones, but still. And the way the way it's set up too, it just kind of pops up from the floor, like you wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> Holy shit! Look at this fucking gun. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it, it didn't even play peekaboo. It was just kind of there, and then it goes up on a st- uh, and hey guys, how you doing? It, like it's just it, it, <laughs> it pops up like it's out of a fucking funhouse or something, you know? Hi, like yeah, yeah. What I the fuck? The little, I expected a little flag to come out that says boom. You know? Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's 
but uh, but that's uh, why but that's why Doctor Gordon can't can't be the one to set up that trap because Hoffman leads them to that trap purposefully, right? No, no, I'm talking about Bobby's trap. That's what I'm talking about. The, that's at that's at the asylum. Oh, that's right. That is at the asylum. Yeah. Yeah. Another dilapidated building. Another dilapidated building too. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, but at least it might have left some doubt in our minds. I, I, I just think it could be because at the end of the movie, Dr. Gordon pulls off the pig mask as if it's supposed to be a big reveal, right? Yeah. But we've already seen him twice. Yeah, he's been paraded about. You know, like we see him in the beginning. We see him talking to Jigsaw. And, you, know, you know, congratulations, Dr. Gordon, you survived. And then we see him show up at the survivors group meeting, which we'll get. I got to get into this because this has bothered me for fucking years. Um, I understand. Okay, there's a survivors group. But the one girl that uh, opens, uh, she talks about her, about it was uh, her and her abusive husband, and they were just hanging on to a bar. Above a whole bunch of lawnmowers? Uh, yeah, a bunch, a whole bunch, uh, above a whole bunch of lawnmowers. First off, how did you get there? Because normally Jigsaw will drug you, and you yes. wake up in a trap, right? Yeah. So if you're drugged, how are you hanging on to the bar? <laughs> so let's just pretend the jigsaw didn't drug you and put you there and you went out on the bar yourself or you were coerced to go on there you're in a trapeze act why why would why would spousal abuse require such an elaborate trap and where does this trap take place how does this trap get put together what what and why? That's my huge questions around this one. So are are they actually insinuating that this was a real jigsaw trap? Yes. I thought the bitch was lying. No. She just killed her husband. I figured she just killed her husband and then made up this whole elaborate story. Oh, it wasn't me. I was in a jigsaw trap and I had to get away from him. I no, the only one that's lying, lying is Bobby. Fuck off. Really? Okay, hang on a second. Hang on. At at the meeting, I remember the drug addict, the drug addict from the from five. five layer trap in five. Yep. So I call it the five layer trap. Uh, Let's see if you get the them 50, all. I, re- I remember the fifty two year old lady who worked at the insurance company. Right. The, the nice lady. Who, right. The secretary. She lived because she, yeah, because she she had a family. Yep. Uh, the one armed woman, of course, and her from the beginning yeah, of six. The, yep. Of six. Yes. Yeah, Simone. Carrie, Carrie Elwes, of course. Right. Keep going. I can't. There's more. Uh, my my notes end there. Okay. There's also Emily, one of the one of the women who survived the carousel trap. Oh. So there's two people from the insurance company. Yep. There's Tara from Saw Six, who was the mother. Oh, really? Yep. She's there. Well, I thought she looked familiar. Okay. And also Brian and uh, Brian. Brad and Ryan, the two survivors from the opening of Saw 7. Oh, see, I couldn't give a shit about them. So I, <laughs> I know you don't give a shit about I them. I did not give a shit about those two meatheads. I didn't even recognize them. They show up later on in the same movie. Yep. So that's the only reason to have that opening trap is to bring more people into this, this group therapy session. Well, no, I actually, I actually like the idea uh, of the survivors group because you have all these people who have survived the traps coming together to help deal with it. I'm not doubting the existence of the group. I'm saying the only reason to have the two meatheads at the beginning is so they could beef up the group size. 
We'll get back to that later. I, I mean, from the screenwriting perspective. Right. We'll, we'll, That's we'll, the only use that it gives, right. right, is is to have, so we can have two more people that survived a trap so it looks, so, so the meeting's a bit more full. Right. But there's also two people that aren't accounted for. Uh, unaccounted for. There's also two people there that we've never seen before. They're they're not brought back from previous traps. Oh. So you wonder if they're lying. No. I, I, I don't believe they're lying. I believe the only one that's lying is Bobby. Because if anyone else is lying, Jigsaw would have put them in a trap, right? True. So, you know. Um... Well, I mean, this this movie's got a little more shoddy writing than the last uh, incarnations. True, so but I'm giving, I I, but that one I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that the only one here is lying because he put together the whole group, right? True. I honestly, honestly thought that this one with the lawnmowers was just her bullshitting. Oh, I, I, really I thought, and I don't blame you. The thing is and, so and fucking weird. It's exactly, and it's because of the way, like, first of all, the way we just did, like it's done so quickly. Like, in seconds, the trap is started and done. Yeah. We don't see the real beginning. We don't see how she gets the hell out of there. No. Because she's hanging, too. Yeah. Like, it is so lazy to have that. And then and and again, the budget. You don't just, I mean... That's the only... Tw- 20 lawnmowers. Do you know how much those things cost? Yeah. <laughs> well, they probably got it from a dilapidated Canadian tire, so... I guess. They probably yeah, got it on yeah. sale for, like, two bucks a piece. Two bucks a piece. Yeah. They went yard yeah. sailing and they got it there. <laughs> this is, I spent years <laughs> yard sailing. That's where he met the couple. He was at a yard sale, bought the lawn mower from them, and they were fighting. And he hit her, and then yeah. Jigsaw's like, "Oh, I'll be back. I know what to do with this lawn mower now." You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, lawn mower. I can use it for parts, or maybe not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yes, I, 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 I didn't want to rewind and try and figure it out, but I, I just wrote down who I really caught, like who stood yeah. out to me and who I could remember. So yeah, when I first watched the movie, the only two I got were Malik, uh, and the secretary, uh, who is, uh, Abby, by the way, Abby, Addy, sorry, A-D-D-Y. Oh, Addy. Okay. So. <laughs> And I, I know, I know, I know, I keep hammering on this point, but we let's go back to Bobby's trap, because I'm like, no one person could create all these fucking traps. <laughs> yeah. We've got an asylum and a meatpacking plant, and it's all apparently is like back to back to back to back. We have a room with a winch to hoist a giant birdcage. Yes. Above a bunch of spikes that have to lower in, uh, how in, <laughs> yeah. lower in unison, and then. Yeah, like the, and everything's so automated and timed. I was just like, "How the okay?" The one trap where he's just—it's just the shitty flooring, and they just lay down some two by four. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, but even they have a winch on a timer on that one. For the uh, key. No. For the key. No, oh, no. Oh, his winch. Yeah, because because the timer goes off. He doesn't save him in time. He gets yanked up, and then he hangs. By comparison to a giant, big fuck bird cage with the spikes that have to lower in unison, dude, let's talk about the fish hook trap. <laughs> they oh, somehow that's insane. They somehow get a key down her throat. They put put a fish hook to it, and they have to pull it out. And 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 the blades will go in if the if the sound decibel goes up too much in the room. She's not allowed to yell while she's having a fish hook pulled up her throat. Well, I, okay, I get that. That's part of the trap. But I mean, 
You mean to tell me that Jigsaw or Hoffman or, you know, I don't know, Amanda, I guess, helped with this? Who knows? Like, we don't get any explanation for it. Yeah. I, I, or the rotating I fucking fierce pacer or face face piercer. That one, it's, uh, yeah, it's just like a. Um, I mean, sure, he's like an a, engineer. I imagine Jigsaw can figure out how to, how that works. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, I mean, come on. But again, I mean, with so many traps, so elaborate, at, at some point in time, he's farming this workout. He has to. He has to. He doesn't have time to go to chemo, design all the tra- unless he's sitting there at chemo. That's what they really missed was uh, they should have shown him sitting in that chemo chair, sketching his designs. Yeah. Showing that this is what he was doing. Like he was dreaming this up while he was sitting there suffering because chemo's rough. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or just show a flashback of him sitting in his original lair with all of these traps set up on pieces of paper on the wall, you know, or at least, you know, he's pouring over it. It's late at night. He's got the one desk lamp on. He's drawing out all the schematics for all these traps. Then you would see that I, I, I could believe it. But I mean, still, he has to build it. He has to get the materials. He has to put it together. And I'll bring up a point from earlier. Some of this is fine, custom machined. Yeah. Like steel cogs and pins. And like it's, you don't just, this isn't hardware store stuff. Yeah. Like Plus he has to set them all up in, in a line for whoever it is to follow. Yep. And right? he's painting walls. He's painting walls and. And some of the stuff you had to go through kind of almost like a rehearsal, right? You have to say, okay, is this, um, if I put the winch at such and such a speed, what speed do I need for the two floor things to to go down so they don't hit the birdcage and catch? Or, yeah. You know what I mean? Like just the just the complexity of it all, dry runs and, you know. Like that's why the, the, the two-by-four one by comparison is fucking easy because it's one winch to pull a guy and hang him. Yeah. And the rest is just two-by-four, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Over a shitty floor that's already been knocked out. So, yay, you know? Half the work's done for you. Oh, yeah, and a little string to hang a key over here. Like Yeah. Plus, on top of all, setting up all the traps, buying all the materials, putting them together, setting them all, putting the people in the traps, you still have to have time to record the tapes. This, yeah, and so many tapes. How how long <laughs> were the meatheads uh, how long were the meatheads being played by what's her name that he had time to design this two saw thing which you don't just go out and buy he had to custom build it yeah he had to there had to he had to somehow you know manage to pull these people into it and then how long was he following them and then recording the tapes and it's like you know I probably could say something to them but I think I'll design an elaborate trap takes 6 months to do it <laughs> and yeah. oh then they'll learn their lesson if they happen to still be in a relationship yeah why not just send pictures of to, to one guy with her with the other yeah you actually you kind of had a dude that could have done that for you you locked him in a shitty bathroom yeah <laughs> you the, you had the PI from the not the PI but the you know the, yeah. the the guy the blackmail guy like from the first one i forget uh, the writer of the movies by the way yeah the, the, well the, the writer of the first movie uh lee, lee winnell was it yeah lee winnell yeah yeah anyway uh, again the budget for this team is huge the, and this it just keeps growing and escalating i think that's why i jumped on this early was like there's so many traps with such complexity one person can't pull it off and no. i'm not bu- i'm not buying that hoffman is the guy he, he's not an engineer no he can't like that there should have been 
they're a different person. Uh, someone even and forget. Uh, I know I've done this a couple times, like going back and just kind of rewriting. But what if they had left a left Amanda alive for one, and what if B? What if she was that that engineering prodigy? You know what I mean? Well, was, see, and this like is an why intelli- this is why everyone wanted the cult of Jigsaw. We wanted to, there to be a secret cult that was doing all of this that yeah. Hoffman maybe knew of, but didn't know that they were going to, on Jigsaw's orders, come and attack him, right? Because yeah. he was fucking up everything. Because he was going to yeah. take the fall, right? So that's why everyone was kind of expecting this cult of Jigsaw to, to suddenly appear. And we kind of get it at the end. With three pig masks, right? Yeah. One of them is Dr. Gordon. Do you know who the other two are? Mm, no. This has been officially revealed in the commentary as Brad uh, and Ryan. The two the guys. Meat the, me, the meatheads. Right. Which, okay, so. Which makes sense because Dr. Gordon would have met them at the survivalist meeting, right? True. And, of course, they being affected. And now you you have finally getting close to an explanation of where the manpower is coming from. You, you've got these meatheads who can do the, the heavy lifting. They can go out and kidnap the people and get the, you know, put them, like, sling this here, move that there. Yeah. But, again, you the brains of your operation was laid out on, uh, you know, uh, uh, on a coroner's table a while ago. Yeah. What if something goes wrong? What if you have questions about the plans? Who are you going to call? Well, you're not Hoffman's not doing all this. Well, I mean, maybe maybe Brad and Ryan were chosen because they're engineering students. Tell me that. Then. Well, exactly, exactly. Yeah, don't don't. I mean, first of all, a uh, and I know you you've said stuff about this. I don't need. I shouldn't need to do homework. Thank you. Yeah. No, I yeah. agree. So they uh, they should have pulled off their masks. I don't know why they didn't. I mean, that would have been just as Interesting a reveal, right? Well, oh, see, the guys from the first ones are now working for him, you know. And the problem with this movie is, is they when they set out to do a movie post six, they were actually they had a, a seven and an eight. They had enough story for seven and eight. Ah, uh, so but they but the movie but the movie company said they were only going to do one, so they had to combine the seven and eight. I think that's where a lot of these problems come from. So we w- okay. So this this is kind of two movie ideas squished, right? So we would have built the the the, the jigsaw crew, and then in the eight had them be basically in full control of maybe of going after Bobby or something. I don't know the next the next set of traps or something. Yeah, maybe they go over. Yeah, maybe they they go after. Like maybe Bobby. that's the game from eight and seven was just to finish off Hoffman and build the cult. I don't know. Or, or maybe the other way around. Maybe maybe you know Hoffman is the one going through the game in. In earnest now in eight, maybe I don't know. To fit, but they they just do the quick cut finish of him getting executed essentially. Yeah, yeah. I, I that's that's too bad because at least it starts to build a bit, like because the credibility is being lost over time that one man could do all this. Yeah, and the fact that they keep backtracking and bringing in oh no it was really Hoffman it was really Jigsaw and Amanda. Well, okay, then it was kind of Jigsaw Amanda and, and Hoffman. Oh, yeah. And it, oh, you thought it was just Hoffman? No, Dr. Gordon. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I know. So they keep backtracking to build up the crew because they killed them off in three. And this is the problem. This is the. Yeah. They didn't. They, if they had had the Jigsaw cult 
in place, like maybe with Amanda as kind of the spiritual leader. She's the first one to receive the message, so she should be the first to spread the message. Then you have Hoffman as muscle. You've got Gordon as medical expertise. Then you need that that other person who's going to take who's going to be able to create, right? Now, yeah. if Amanda, and this is my thought, if Amanda had been the engineering, you know, bright young engineering talent who then gets wasted on drugs, there's your that's what I thought would have maybe made this a bit better is that if so she gets saved by a trap sees the light and then learns from him and then is able to carry on it. yeah right. she's she's the one putting the new designs together then you have the other two like the three of them kind of starting the the cult right and they together are be able to build bigger and more elaborate traps because now it's not just john yeah but that's the uh, one thing that i do like about this movie is uh the good the dr gordon uh retcon where it's revealed that he placed the key behind the guy's eye in two. And yeah, he placed yeah. the key inside the guy's belly in for Amanda's trap in one. And he did all the surgical things. And he was the one cutting the jigsaw pieces with the scalpel of surgical quality, like they teased in the last one. Right? That's true. Right? We thought that he got that from Jill's uh, clinic. Well, you did, yeah. Oh, that was my guess. You know, <laughs> I knew better, the... so I didn't. I just don't want no, to ruin it. Yeah, I, I, I'd forgotten that detail, but yeah. So now, Doctor Gordon, yeah, is yeah. the one actually cutting out all the pieces. Yeah, and you can tell that he's actually still going through his life. He's still living his life because uh, you see him as as a doctor with with a cane. Yeah, right. As a jigsaw survivor, but he's obviously not letting on that he's helping Jigsaw. Until he receives that final thing where he's like, well, you know, if uh, anything happens to Jill, I want you to act on my behalf. And so that's why he goes after Hoffman. Yeah, but not so, quickly enough, mind you. Right, exactly. So, I mean, but like, but his two appearances early in the movie, okay, fine. We see him. That's fine. But that's not him going after Hoffman. They ch no, no, it's true. In fact, it looks like, and this is what I said, was kind of uh, pointing at earlier, it looks more like he's wanting to go after Bobby for lying. Exactly, exactly. Like he shows up at the, at the survivor's meeting, you think he's going after Bobby. So, I mean, realistically, if you take a look at what happens, you could almost, almost surmise that he was recruiting Brad and Ryan to be the muscle, right? Because obviously he's mm -hmm. got one leg. So he can't do a lot of stuff. Yeah, but these guys are, yeah, the young, healthier. Right. He's not going to go after Malik because Malik only has one functioning arm. And she has no skill set. Again, if she was an engineer. Right, exactly. Then, okay, but you're right. But she's, yeah, she's a, what, she's do a loan shark, basically? No, 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 Ma yeah. no, that's Simone. Malik is the guy from Five who cut his hand open. Oh, that guy. Oh, yeah. the, oh that guy was useless, yeah. Yeah, so he's not going to help out. So obviously no he's going set. after Bri Brad and Ryan. So, but then why does he have this confrontation with Bobby? It doesn't make any sense. If he's no. if he's there strictly to go after Hoffman. Yeah, the, the recruiting thing only makes sense, but why would you draw attention to yourself that way? Exactly. Yeah, in that sense. Like, that wouldn't really... Like, if I'm, if I'm Ryan or what's his name, like, that's not really endearing me to him. He's like, oh, this, who's the weirdo in the corner? I'm not going to talk to that guy. Fuck that guy. Right. But if we'd just seen him there, um, like, nodding and agreeing and playing along like he... I say you put him in the background, you make him an Easter egg for people to see, to catch. You make it a catch, right? So you make him stand off in the corner, maybe in the darkness, and he's just sort of standing there. He has the cane, but you don't show him. 
And you don't show the beginning until the end after it's revealed that he's under the pig mask. Because then you can show that opening of him cauterizing the wound. That, yeah. And then start the movie place. with the opening trap, as little sense as it makes. But, I mean, it introduces Brad and Ryan anyway. Mm-hmm. And then, then you actually have a twist for Seven. Because the twist is taken away because you've already shown that Dr. Gordon lives. And, yeah, and he's uh, he's turned around. Exactly. So... No, you're you're right. That 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 opening scene with Gordon, yeah, they they pulled the pin on that. I think that was a big editing mistake. You're absolutely right. Yeah, that whole sequence they could have saved for, but it wouldn't fit in terms of their the way they bring the crescendo up and they just do these quick flashbacks. Yeah, that's I think that's the problem they ran into. They wanted this whole sequence of John talking to Gordon and basically seducing him to his side. Yeah. Now that you've been through the trap, yada yada yada, you know, I need you, right? So the I need you plea that he yeah. comes to like Amanda and Hoffman and um not really Hoffman, he blackmails him. But But at least, you know, with with Dr. Gordon you could have a better conversation. It's like, well, you've tried to save people and you know how how well that doesn't work. Now you've seen my method and it does work. Right. And, you know, he's stressed. He's under this thing. He's lost his leg and blah, blah, blah. He's not of his right mind. He goes a little psychotic and he agrees. Like, that's something that a, a horror audience can believe. Um, yeah. You know. What'd you think? You're, they, you're absolutely right, though. They pulled the pin on that way too early and they should have left it for the end. Yeah. What'd you make of the final uh, Bobby trap there? The big pig roast? Oh, that was. Re- um, that was so bad for his wife. Yeah. Oh, well, it sucks I to be her. It. She's a victim in this one, but she's the victim. Yeah. Um. Oh, like I knew he was going to get put in the trap that he claimed that he was that he was already escaped from. I knew that right uh, from the beginning when he put the hooks in his chest and everything else and his pectoral muscles. And yeah. I, knew, I knew the pectoral muscles were going to fucking fall off because I was rip. like, yeah. I was like. That doesn't even make sense. If you're gonna if you're gonna lie about being in a trap, why would why would you lie and not make it easier? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, just in case something happens like this. <laughs> I, I was above a tank of sharks with, with laser beams on their head, but there was an easy, you know, like a, yeah, they like turned into a Doctor Evil trap, and that way, just in case, you know. Well, you just like, oh, I was, uh, I was. Uh, Left uh, hanging from a helicopter 20 feet above the water, above the ocean. And I had to swim to a boat and, and row back. And during that boat time, I saw the light and saw I was wasting my life yeah. and blah, blah, blah. You know, like, make Something, it easier, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. No, no, exactly. No, oh, it was a room full of kittens and I'm allergic to <laughs> I'm cats. I'm allergic to cats yeah. or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, you're, uh, now you have to escape the room of kittens. Yeah, okay, kidding. click. <laughs> Open the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I stop and pet a few. Uh, <laughs> hi. <laughs> just you gather them 60... up in a box and take them out. <laughs> just be... <laughs> you have sixty seconds. I bet you can't leave uh, within sixty seconds. They're way, way too damn cute. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, that was awful. That um, there's a term for it too. Uh, because apparently in, in ancient times that actually was a like a form sure. of lethal punishment. Yep. Um, where yeah, you're just cooked alive. And I've seen this before in like sword and sandals movies, as they yeah. call them. Yeah, only in one, but it, uh, called Immortals. Um, 
I think that's what it was called. Mickey Rourke was in it. Anyway, oh, grotesque way to go. Yeah. I felt so bad for her. Now, when the um, thing came up and, and engulfed her, did you not think of Pigs in Space? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Pigs yeah. in Space! You know what I also thought it was? I thought maybe Jigsaw was going to be revealed to be the pig from Toy Story, because it kind of looked <laughs> like him, too. <laughs> Is that the one being played by John Ratzenberger? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, <laughs> Hammy, ha- Hammy the pig or whatever. Hammy it is. the pig. Yeah, I, I thought it was him. You know, it was like, oh, he's it's his avatar. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, you watch Toy Story three and try not to cry. You know. <laughs> yeah. That's your next trap, by the way. You know. <laughs> um. And I've got him in a uh, in a time. I've, we've got some time now. We actually have some measure of time. We've been trying to. Go through this, oh. figure out days, weeks, months, how right. long. Okay. They literally say, and it's it's Jigsaw saying it, years. These traps have been going on for years. Jigsaw says that Nina has been Bobby's publicist for years, quote unquote. Yes. He's been playing the role of Jigsaw Survivor for years. The traps have been going on for years. Yeah. And this Hoffman... Jill feud has been going on for years? No, the Hoffman-Jill feud, I think, takes place over the course of, I think, around eight to nine months. But it, hap- months. But it happens at the end. Because, it I mean, we leave the last movie. It's still... Like, if I'm not mistaken, the first six movies all take place within a very short period of time. Like, John, well, before he dies, has time to set up and execute a lot of the traps, some of them going on simultaneously. Yeah, and this is tough. And with the help of Hoffman, with the help of Amanda. Right. Now we find out with the help of, of of Dr. Gordon, right? So we're, you know, this is all taking place. And But by the end of six, we have the start of the Hoffman and uh, Jill feud because she tries to kill him. Right. And now we have this guy saying, you've been playing the survivor for years, plural. Right. This one's tough because obviously he meets Amanda first because she helps set up the bathroom trap. With yep, Yeah, she helps put Gordon there. So right. then Gordon survives that. Gordon survives that and then becomes part of Jigsaw's crew. Now, Hoffman doesn't come in and, and well, and I guess Hoffman's already there because he set up the razor wire trap, which they flash back to during the bathroom trap. Right, and they and they established that he uh, uh, even in the classroom trap was hiding evidence. Yes, so he's been kind of now to mis- misdirect the cops. We know from Saw One because Gordon knows about Jigsaw or has heard about Jigsaw, but it's not largely public yet. Yeah, so the, it, it could be just that the cops are finding these traps and not releasing information to the public. No, but as a doctor, they they would have he would have heard about them because they would have to treat anyone coming in, yeah, coming in who survived or be who ends up on the the morgue tables, right? Yeah, I have yet to find a definitive saw timeline. Um, and I I would be very surprised if you could because some of them like like you the timing on these are because of the we've talked about the ticking clock for John. Mm-hmm. Some of these are happening all at the same time. I mean, like, I picture it now where when he's talking to Gordon, um, you know, 
like shortly thereafter, Matthew crawls out and has his uh, big throwdown with Amanda, where they, they they go into fisticuffs, you know. Yeah. What I mean? Like, but at the same time, the other body of the the uh, Lee Winnell's character, Adam, is uh, friggin' um, decomposed. Yeah. So how the hell does that happen? And Don't before know. before Eric Matthews gets there, like it's the timing and and this one. Um, this one at least doesn't really keep jumping back and forth through time. It's pretty, at least it's linear. Yeah. For the yeah, most part. See, yeah. 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 Because we see the guys in the two, the meatheads in the trap at the beginning, then they're in the meeting in the middle. And then we find out they're now helping it by the end. Like it's a, it's a fairly straightforward timeline wise, but where, but saying that they've been doing this, this facade for years now just blows up the whole timeline. Like you yeah. can't imagine and it doesn't, and the timeline doesn't get any better in eight. No, no, and we'll talk about that. But yeah, they, like even if we had gotten something where maybe like, well, why do you, why did you bring up Detective Hoffman? He he went on sabbatical or something like that. Like he he we haven't heard from him in months or years. You know yeah, what I mean like, well like we know a, we know between Saw two and Saw three, there's six months because they say that Detective Matthews has been missing for six months. Yeah, right? so. Like, but still, we're within that that prognosis of when Jigsaw's about to die. Yeah, like the cancer's going to get him, right? So we're yeah. getting so by Saw three, we're getting towards the end of that timeline. But a lot of four and five and six kind of get crammed into one, two, three. The, it's all happening at the same time, and then this one just kind of breaks it. Like like the current timeline of all the of all seven of these movies pretty much happens one after another. I mean, like there's a six months between two and three. Um, but pretty much one right after another because we always pick up where we left off, right? Um, you have to, but but then you have to look at the flashbacks, and you have to look back at. The, and I always look back at the flashbacks and how much hair Tobin Bell has, right? Because <laughs> yes. he ends yes. up being totally bald due to the cancer treatments. Um, yeah. But like when he meets Bobby, he's walking around fine. He's got a full head of hair. Um, when he. Um, appears with Hoffman setting up the traps in one. He's obviously going through chemo because he's bald. Yeah, and right. in some so, cases he's like in a wheelchair. Exactly. Like, yeah. So like when, obviously he's met Bobby long before he set up the traps with Hoffman. Okay. You know what I mean? So you, like, you really have to go back and watch and, and, and kind of piece together. Almost, You'd have to go back and almost... Like if you were to recut this entire franchise like a, by like time, like a supercut, yeah, one one big supercut, a linear supercut, yeah. So you'd have to go back and go through it. Now the big task would be three and four because they happen at the same time, right? Yeah, you would be ju- you would be jumping between those two. Yeah. Plus, there's over nine hours of footage to go through anyway. Yeah. So. That's why I think it's impossible to do a Saw timeline. Uh, if anyone has a Saw timeline, I would personally love to see it. Even yeah. if it's just on paper, written down, I would just like to see uh, a list of events. Like, we don't know what year. I've always thought this uh, this takes place in about 2005, to the 2004 to 2006. Because even in Saw 7, there's no iPhones. Because you look at the crowd of people at the, in, in the beginning of the trap, no one's recording it with their iPhone. No one has a smartphone. Right. They all a have of black, a lot of Blackberries, but they have Blackberries and flip phones. So yeah. that puts you around 2004 to 2006. Yeah. Now I, I asked you this question earlier and we'll end with this one. Uh, do you have anything else? Oh, 
Well, yeah, the, the rotating trap, the rotating face trap or whatever. Okay. It looks like the lady was just stuck there by buckles. Like, why couldn't Bobby just be like, okay, hang on a second, just unbuckle, yeah. like, like taking off a belt. That looked weird. Uh, yeah, I have another statement here. So as I'm watching, it occurs to me that the whole trap is predicated on the hubris of a group of people who thought that they could benefit from pretending to be victims of a killer who ran rampant for years right? but, but was never officially caught. There had to be a period where John was dead, but Hoffman was continuing on. But did they not think of reprisal? Did these people not think by doing this that they would piss off the killer who technically was... Or create any copycats, yeah. Or create copycats? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, what about the hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil theme that we have going through this? And I'm just like, oh, come on, really? <laughs> like, 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 really? Like, what? what's Saw 8 going to be? The Seven Deadly Sins? Yeah, which we've already and then, done. Thank and then you. what? The and the nine's going to be what? The ten plagues of uh, of Egypt? Like, come on! Uh, it would be the ten commandments. Yeah, like, like the, come each one on, broken please. A commandment. Yeah. Um, I, I did the thing with the the broken floor. It's kind of like a lethal trust exercise, you know. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I have another comment here. The timing on the videotapes and the TV screens alone is staggering. What do you mean? Just, no one is running this game, but the TVs and the, all the recordings—they just come on at the exact perfect time. Like it's all, like, yeah. But you could argue yeah. now that uh, ever since Gordon got involved, that he's running it. I guess, yeah. But then again, yeah. <laughs> Hoffman set up that. I mean, who knows? Maybe Hoffman just sets them up, and they—he thinks they run automatically, but Gordon's actually running them. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, yeah. It's never revealed, so. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I got some more here. Uh, thank goodness we have a cop who believes in backup again. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I had to point that out. Um, I wanted Bobby to get to the end of his maze and find a recording that says, Sorry, your princess is in another castle. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so the wife at the end. Uh, she just found out that her attraction to him and her faith in him and his success is based on a lie. Right. And she's fine with it. I don't think she's fine with it, no. Because she keeps saying how she loves him, right? Now, I guess some people will tell you anything if they need to get something from you. Well, I mean, she probably does love him. Um, We don't know that them falling in love is based on the trap. Right? Yeah. It may may just be something that they, an experience he shared with her. Uh, true, but I mean, uh, like I, I really counted her as a true innocent because oh yeah, definitely she it, is. It, 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 well, in one of the flashbacks, it's it's one of the things where he's just starting his tour, and she's I think at a book signing or something, and they they lock eyes across the crowded room. I think so, yeah. So it so they met because of this. Like he was this schlub in the bar, right? Then he becomes famous, and then meets the hot girl, right? I and, just I just don't think that's the only reason she loves him though. Uh, and I, I, I wonder at this point, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, because of how they met. So, yeah. Um, but she was sold a lie and then paid for her faith. Like that is, that is horrific. That yeah. This is the she's worst. She's an innocent. She's me. a victim in she's the trap. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely an innocent. Um, and then hey, yes, my final line is, oh well, oh wait, well looky here, John had yet another hidden hand. Helping yeah. Him, helping him all along. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So I asked you this question before. Where, what city do you think this takes in? This the, this takes place in. Uh, well, I did not since our last uh, um, review go on Google to find out what 
like Google, what city has a dilapidated zoo and a dilapidated <laughs> you know, slaughterhouse and a dilapidated, you know, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. It, although it, it is kind of what they, I keep coming back to Detroit for some reason because of the economic downturn that happened. Sure. And it's, but I, but that's actually kind of a post 2010 mindset, to be honest. That is. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I really don't know. See, I, I have a theory on this. Um, and we have to stick to the northern United States because this does because we do see in Saw Seven we see snow on the ground, right? Yep. And Jill's okay. and Jill's uh, nightmare. So snow has snow has a, has a part of her life. Okay. Um, dilapidated buildings. We do have a mixture of, of ethnicities. Yeah. Okay. And in Saw Five, she says that the she's a re- uh, property developer for one of the densest cities in America. So New York City. Not New York City. New York City wouldn't have so many dilapidated buildings so close together, I don't think. But it would have a branch of the FBI. It would have a branch of the FBI, but I think there's branches all over all over the United States. No, but you right? have to be a big enough city, I think, to have one. Like it's okay, right, but but, go on, go on. But they were but but also they were brought in. Right. They weren't there, they were brought in. Right. Mm. Okay. okay. So they could have come from another. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, so I, that's, that's not part of the criteria. Gotcha. Right. So I've gone through it and and I've and I've looked at as much of the evidence as I could possibly imagine. And despite this, all, all of these moving, all of these movies being filmed in Toronto, mm-hmm. um, I believe this takes place in and around Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Maryland. Interesting. They do have a high prostitution rate. Oh, it's the 17th, oh, you've done the homework. Okay, it, it, it's it's the 17th highest dense uh, dense city in America, and that's if you break up New York into their five boroughs, New Jersey and Los Angeles into their different sort of categories, right? Yeah, Orange County and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So overall, if you like, if you include all of LA in one, and all of New York in two, and all of New Jersey in one, um, it's up there around four or five or six of the most dense. Okay. Um, we know from the the TV show The Wire, there's a lot of ethnic uh, backgrounds there, mm-hmm. and Baltimore is known for having, for a long time, having a social problem with uh, or a, a, an economic problem. Uh, you know, I, I've heard this talked about too. This whole this kind of juxtaposition where there's a lot of money just across the Potomac. I think it is. Yeah, in Washington D.C. Yeah, for, yeah. Well, yeah. In the capital, you have the politicians and all the money, and then right across the way, once you get to Baltimore, man, it's not as pretty, unfortunately. Like it's just a. It's almost like a weird kind of runoff where there's not, you know, they're they're not as successful. There's not as much big business there, or something like that, right? So it doesn't really. It's not as economically prosperous compared to like a city right right close to it. Right. So that's why I think, like Detroit's possible too. Like Detroit's my number two, but I think Baltimore is my. And this is just a theory. Yeah, de- that's just my theory. Popular. I'm not saying it is. I'm. I'm just saying we are. We are kind of kind of. They are kind of springfielding <laughs> this one on us, though. Oh yeah, absolutely, and I'm sure that's by design. By design, yeah, absolutely. So that is going to about do it for Saw 3D, Saw the Final Chapter, Saw Seven. A.K.A. 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 Um, uh, Mark, thanks for coming out, and we will 
Oh, we'll have to take a look and see what Saw 8 brings us, or Jigsaw brings us. Uh, oh, yes, absolutely. Make sure to check out our review in, over in the film studies section. Yes, absolutely. It's going to have to switch over to the film studies. And we've, as we finally make a return to film studies after a long absence. And in case you missed them, uh, go back into our retro spook divs of other series that we've done. Yep, done the Freddy series, Final Destination, Paranormal Activity. Paranormal activity. Um, enjoy all the content we have. CanadianMovieCrew.com. If you have any thoughts, email us, CanadianMovieCrew at gmail.com. Tweet us at CanMovieCrew. And, of course, find us on Facebook. Um, Mark, final thoughts? This whole thing felt like a trap. I felt like <laughs> having to go through. I don't know what I did to deserve it, but you know, it, it was. Uh, to be fair, um, I won't finish that that bit. Um, you have helped me see more of the series and to see at least some of it in a better light. Okay. This last one, notwithstanding. Yeah, <laughs> I can't uh, help this one. No, no, no one can. Uh, not even John himself. Yeah. Uh, the first one was just the one I always just recommend. Oh, yeah, just watch that one if you're going to watch And don't bother with the rest. Now, yeah. you kind of brought me around. It's like, no, you know what? Watch the first three. It was kind of built to be its own story, and it does have a, a beginning, middle, end to the whole saga. Yeah. After that, well, if you want some more, fine. Go for it. But, yeah, don't, you know, and just don't bother with seven. Like, just leave it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but at least I mean you—you've kind of brought my, um, uh, my liking of this up further. Like, uh, it's gotten—it's gotten more points now. It's thanks to our discussion here, okay, and our retrospective. Yeah, I—I I, I would agree. Just watch the first three and let that be it. Um, if you want to know more, you can. If you want some answers to the questions you get in the first three, you can watch four, five, and six, and you get some answers in seven too. But. I don't recommend it. Just watch three, one, two, and three, and let it have the Blair Witch ending at the end. Yep. That's all I do. So, that's going to do it for Saw 7. We'll see you on Film Studies for Jigsaw. Jigsaw.